Welcome to Good News. Whoa. I'm winded. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. Phil Stevens on the horns. Phil Stevens on the horns. Hope everybody's doing well. Happy uh, Monday. Happy Monday. We just finished recording where the wild things are. We did. So that should be out any day. Yes. And oh my gosh, can I just say. Can I just also say. <laughs> no, not can I just say. Doing voiceover is way underrated i think it is very it's it's an art it's very very hard at least for me it's kind of like you it's kind of something i've learned it's kind of like you know there's someone that's a good singer and you try to sing and Mm -hmm. it sounds horrible and you just don't understand why you can't do it and you're either not built that way or you just don't have enough practice and you think you can sing but when you try you can't that's what happened to me well i thought I thought you were great. Mm. You're great. No. You will all see how great she is. Um, so hard. I had like three lines. Well, the book is very fun. And it is. The artwork in it is so cool. I love the artwork. It gives me such a feeling. I, I think of my, my childhood room growing up. And I just, it's, yeah. it's really. It's so unique. Really magical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all the cross hatching. Yep. So that should be out on. Tuesday, perhaps? I don't know. I'm not making promises. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> uh, but we'll get it out as soon as possible. We had a lot of fun recording it. Get out this week, for we sure. We were laughing. We were yeah. laughing a lot today. Um, oh, my gosh. Joey's so funny. He was trying... He it was... was- He's trying to help me with the words, so he was acting out what was happening in the book, so he would act like the monsters. Mm-hmm. And I think and it worked. It was so funny. It was so fun. I love recording these. I could... I feel like I could just record these for the rest of my life and just be happy just you're, doing that you're so good at it it's so much fun yeah and uh, i love gotta, seeing you have so much fun doing it yeah i'm sure i have a big smile <laughs> i don't even know but yeah. i'm sure i'm smiling the whole time your whole body is just you turn you turn into that person that's awesome and we have a little stack a mini stack of books mm. uh that are coming up next after where the wild things are um but but please reach out and send us you know if you want to recommend a book that we do yeah let us know what you want yep uh all right challenges mm. challenge 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 all right you go first well i will have the push-ups yes and i did not do them i didn't do them today yesterday <laughs> or the day before so i failed you all <laughs> i'm so sorry but i just let you down uh so i'm gonna push that one to next week too and i got a new one Oh, what is it? So we're cooking every day, right? Mm-hmm. And we have been. We've been cooking every single day for a month for yeah. every meal, which for us has n- literally never happened. And we got a tiny little kitchen. Yeah. So here's my challenge. What? Sometimes when we're cooking, mm-hmm. I get a little bit flustered. You? I get a little bit closer. Okay, well, this is my challenge. <laughs> okay. If I screw something up, I get really mad at myself. And I'm done doing that because it ruins the whole experience of making the meal. Because then yeah. I sit down to eat and I'm all, I'm like, there's no, what, what am I doing all that for? There's no point. Yeah. Like the other day with the Brussels sprouts, which oh, I will talk about Brussels sprouts in a second. <laughs> But I, I was screwed up the Brussels sprouts. I, no, I, they were delicious. You but, didn't screw but, them up. But I thought I did. So I sat down to eat and I was like, oh, grumpy. What am I doing? There's no point to doing that. It's a waste of a meal then. I didn't know you were grumpy. When I sat down? Yeah, I didn't notice. I tried them and they were pretty good. But I, 
<laughs> that meal was amazing. But you actually. agree. But you agree. Sometimes I get a little bit flustered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess. But not but as much. honestly, I don't even notice it because it's so normal. Like I think anybody in the whole world would get flustered <laughs> after that. He was making these Brussels sprouts. We were so excited to make them, and then everything else was. You know, I was making the rest of the meal and everything was pretty much done except the Brussels sprouts. So he was like rushing through it. And then one of the Brussels sprouts falls in our oven and our oven has this weird, it's a gas oven. It has this weird like slit at the bottom. Why is there a slit in the oven? There's two slits at the bottom wow, wow. and a Brussels sprout falls down there. So while we're trying to cook these Brussels sprouts, one falls and catches on fire. So now there's a flame coming <laughs> from underneath the oven so there's a flame popping up from the ground of the oven i mean anybody in their right mind would get stressed for that you're too hard on yourself but i'm off to a bad start on this not getting flustered because i already got flustered today with this brussels sprout (laughs) that's still down there so so we tried to preheat our oven just now it caught on fire again uh we'll get you brussels sprout we will get you (laughs) maybe maybe We'll see. Probably not. Uh, what are your What are your challenges? Um, okay, so my challenge, I had a really so I was doing the sit ups this week and I was pretty good, but then I had a really bad stomach ache. Yes, for two days in a row, and it threw everything off. Yeah, I was like hunched over. It was really bad. I really think it's this bread that I made, the matzah that Ooh, I made in the oven. I don't, and I don't think it was right. He doesn't think it you is. You can't get you can't get that from just flour and water. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, I had a bad stomachache. Threw off my whole thing. So I was definitely not going to do sit-ups while I had a stomachache. Yeah. Um, and I threw it all off. So I'm going to continue it. <laughs> I feel like everybody that's listening is like, oh, okay. It's been uh, two months and they still can't complete the one-week challenge. <laughs> they're like, this is not very motivating. Okay. She just keeps putting it off. She's got a little stomachache and she's just not going to do it. And... Uh, she got a little busy. She's not going to do it. So, uh, okay. Oh you guys going to keep doing these challenges or are you guys going to end this? Because uh, like neither of you have completed a challenge in two months. So, Oh, my God. I, that was the loudest. Oh, that was the best laugh. I feel like I felt my stomach. That was a workout. Does that count? For oh, yeah. <laughs> challenge complete. All right. So, we get to some good news. Yes. All right. Are you ready? I'm really going to do the challenge this week. I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I feel horrible. Sorry, guys, for letting everybody down. All right. It's okay. We forgive you. Okay. And I'm sorry as well. All right. We start (laughs) in the country of Colombia, the birthplace of the Zumba dance. Mm. The fitness program Zumba. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which, fun fact, was founded by Alberto Perez Mm. in the 90s. Did you know that? I know that. Now you do. Where know, they oh, al- they always try to say that they started the Arepas. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Colombia, Venezuela have this whole rivalry thing. They like say like, no, we started the Arepas. Like, Who, no, where we did, did it really start? Unbiased. What's your unbiased answer? I don't know. I have no mm. idea. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> where, so we're in Colombia, where Bogot, Bogota, the Bogot- capital. It's called Bogota. Okay. Bogota, the capital. of Bogo. 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 Bogota. 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 Yeah. Uh, capital of Colombia. Uh, a video surfaced of police officers in the street giving Zumba classes 
to quarantined residents. Oh, it's so fun. So in this video, so you see officers in the street leading these classes and the camera pans to the buildings and you just see this big building with all these windows. Uh-huh. And in every single window, somebody is in there grooving and moving. That is awesome. And then they, they keep panning the camera right and it's just you just see more and more people in the windows, all ages. Oh my gosh. And everyone, you just see movement. It's so, it's awesome. That is so fun. They um, There were signs thanking the police for uh, having these Zumba classes. And here's the really cool thing about this. Mm. They call this Poli Zumba. Poli Zumba. Uh-huh. Um, and it didn't just start because of quarantines. Police in Colombia have been running Poli Zumbas way before any of this even started. Oh. It's cool. There's an Instagram page actually dedicated to it, and it shows police leading Zumba classes for teens, uh, kids, senior citizens. It goes back years. Like, I, I was able to see videos from 2017, 2018. Wow. Um, of police leading these Zumba classes. And it's just their way of bonding with communities and with mm-hmm. citizens, especially ones who are at risk or vulnerable. Yeah. Um, not just because of this pandemic, but just in our everyday lives yeah. for years. So, uh it's really, they're really cool videos to see. It's really special. It's a special thing they have there. But this video of them doing it during this was fantastic. I need to watch it. Oh, and, that's so great. And it's cool. And the video I saw, it ended with, uh, they zoomed in and it was a little girl standing in the window with a thank you poster. A thank you sign. Oh, it was really cute. So nice. um, really cool story. And I've never done a Zumba class. Have you? I have. You have? Mm-hmm. Well... I queued up a little Zumba class here, and we're going to do it right now. What? Yeah, we are. What? We're doing Zumba right now. One, how to, and it's a Zumba full class workout. Here we go. Okay. Whoa. This is too advanced. Look at you, professional no, Zumba. No. Oh, boy. The chopper. Oh, more hips. A little butt shake. Uh, uh. One, two, three. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. We're back. Okay. You got to. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, I'm posting that. God. All right. I'm out of breath. That was a good workout. That How do you feel? That's hard. How do you feel post-Zumba? Go. Great. <laughs> In Elham, Elam? I'm going Elam. Okay. In Elam, Iowa, an anonymous donor called up the mayor, Jeff Lilly, and told him he wanted to help the community and inject some moolah into the economy. Mm-hmm. And he had a plan but he needed the mayor's help. This anonymous donor had purchased $82,000 worth of gift cards from restaurants, markets, and grocery stores throughout the town. Oh $82,000. $50 on each gift card. The plan was to give each family in the town three cards to different stores and restaurants. That is so nice. He called the mayor because he needed help distributing all 1,640 cards. 
Wow. And that the, is so perfect because yeah. then it helps the the people that own the restaurant exactly, and the community. Exactly. Um, and so the mayor arranged for the city hall to help deliver these cards. <laughs> I'm out of breath from Zumba <laughs> to all households in the community. So a few days later, residents received an envelope in the mail. Inside were three cards, some to small uh, barn grill restaurants, uh, some to the hometown market, some to other grocery stores for essential things. Yeah. So this resident, this donor, remained anonymous throughout. I mean, it could be Batman, could be uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but whoever he or she is, they will always be a local hometown hero and an inspiration to us all. That is so nice. Because you said it. It's they. What they did was the perfect way to help. That's such a great story. I haven't heard of that one. Okay, so you sent me this next one, so it'll be no surprise to you. But anything still... I send you, I don't, I don't read. Yeah, okay. I just see the title and I send it over. So this will be brand news to you. From a hometown hero in Iowa, now we go to a hometown hero in New Jersey. <laughs> Greg Daly delivers newspapers. He wakes up at 4 a.m. every day and he hits his route. And he has continued to do so throughout this pandemic. But the other day, an elderly customer asked Greg if he could do her a favor. From now on, she said, can you please pull into the driveway and throw the paper closer to the garage? Of course, Greg said, sure thing. Mm -hmm. He got in his car, but he couldn't get that question out of his head. He thought, if she can't get the paper from the sidewalk, which is like 20 feet from the house with this pandemic going on, how is she going to get the things she needs from the stores? Yeah. So a few days later, Greg wrote a note. The note said, my name's Greg Daly, and I deliver your newspaper. I'm doing a a (laughs) Jersey guy, totally on accident. Uh, My name is Greg Daly, and I deliver your newspaper every morning. I understand during these trying times, it is difficult for some to get out of their house to get everyday necessities. I would like to offer my services free of charge to anyone who needs groceries, household products, etc. I will be shopping at ShopRite and McCaffrey's and can deliver the goods directly to your front door. That is so nice. He included his phone number and email and he put the note inside of the newspapers and delivered all the newspapers that he was going to do on his route. Oh, okay. Within a few hours, the calls and emails were overwhelming. Oh, wow. So he recruited a team. His daughter, 24-year-old Erin, started putting the orders on an Excel sheet. His wife, Sherilyn, ordered items ahead of time from stores. And his two sons, Sean and Brian, were the grocery store carriers. The grocery bag carriers. Yeah. The family has delivered to over a hundred... Senior citizens. Wow. Some not even on Greg's route, just by hearing of uh, senior citizens who need help. Yeah. He put them on his route. He went out of his way. Yeah. Um, the family disinfectant sprays and wipes down each grocery item before delivery as well. Oh my God, it's a full-time job. Eileen Stein is 85 years old and recently widowed. And she says Greg has been an absolute savior to her. She says, I don't have enough adjectives to oh describe him. Oh my gosh, him. that's so nice. He is one of the finest people in the world. 
And here's the thing. Like, even though he has delivered everyone's paper in mm-hmm. the past, it's not like there was a bond between them. Yeah. He, you know, he would, he, he didn't deliver it by hand. Yeah. He would go when everyone was sleeping and he would throw it onto their, you know, driveway and drive mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. But now... Because of this, he is bonded and connected to everybody on his paper route forever. That is so great. Greg said he isn't going to stop delivering groceries and might not even stop when this is all over because of just the feeling it gives him helping people. Yeah. Greg is now a hometown hero along with his superhero family. Aw, great job, Greg. Greggy! Good job, Greg, in New Jersey. <laughs> That's so nice. That's an awesome story. That is a great story. Unbelievable. Yeah, his whole family—it's very time-consuming. Yep. Even just for us, when we do our own gross, like I mean, we don't go and get it, but when we get it delivered, yeah, just wiping just yeah. a three bags, yeah. it takes a long time. So great job, Greg and family. And from a hometown hero in Iowa to a hometown hero in New Jersey, we go to a hometown hero in Grimsby, United Kingdom, (laughs) a fella named Zane Powells, who is an assistant teacher at a primary school, which is like an elementary school, Mm -hmm. has been delivering meals to about 100 students every day. But here's the kicker. He walks. About five miles, maybe more, to do so. Oh, my God. With all the food in bags that he somehow straps all around him. I'm going to show you a picture right now. Like a hiker? I, like those hiking? I don't know how to else to describe that. Oh, my gosh. So this guy has a huge, like, hiking-looking bag in the back of his head. Uh, body Mm -hmm. then he has another backpack in front of him and then he has like a huge garbage bag Mm -hmm. tied in front of him too he has three huge bags and his hand is carrying more bags so he's strapped up like that that is horrible for his back he he enjoys it yeah no it's so nice (laughs) i just can't help but think about that he no he really does he says he enjoys the exercise and the fitness element of it and he brings uh all of this food to all the homes to help, you know, the kids stay inside and to be able to check on the kids to provide like a welfare check on some of these kids who maybe yeah. are, you know, in stable homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he delivers to uh, especially kids who he knew might be struggling to have food in front of them every day for every meal. Yeah. Um, so it just seems like what he's doing is more than just delivering food to be able to check on these kids who might be in unstable homes or or families and to show those kids that, you know, he still cares about them, that he still loves them. And that's unbelievable. That's so sweet. Another hometown hero. Nicely done, Zane. Uh, So this was a very hometown hero theme this week. Yeah. uh, With a little side of Zumba, of course. (laughs) Those stories are so motivational and they're so kind and yep. sweet and everybody's just, you guys are doing great out Good there. Good work, everybody. Good work, everybody. Before we go, yes. we should talk about the episode that just aired. Oh, the Joey's Brain? Yeah, Joey's Brain. Joey's which, Brain is out. Uh, it's a new segment every Friday. Yeah, every Friday we're going to do, uh, well, I guess it, I'm going to do, it's a, it's a Joey solo episode. Yes. And it comes out every Friday. And basically what the episode is going to be 
is each week I'll be reading a story that I've written. And uh, so I'll read the story. They're very goofy and, and story wacky. Story or poems. It could be a story. It could be a poem. It could be whatever I write that week. Um, I'll, I'll read it on the show. And then after that, uh, you know, we'll talk about some new music that came out that week or, or anything acting or entertainment wise, you know, TV shows, movies, um, all that stuff. And just whatever else is on my mind, we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah. So uh, check it out. The first so, one came out. I had so it's much so fun. fun recording it. Yeah. Um, you can tell just by listening to it. It's just awesome. like such a mood booster. And your story is so fun. Um, I feel like anybody that lives in a household where one person's handy and the other person's not can definitely relate. But even if you don't relate, the way that you write it is just so fantastic. Thank you. Uh, so do you want to give us a little snippet? Yeah. So the, I'll, I'll read a little bit from, I'll read the beginning of it. Okay. And then uh, you could check the rest of it out. Uh, for the whole story. Oh, and oh, yeah. these things for people that are for anybody listening, um, they actually are based all on true stories that yes. happen within our household. Basically, what I like to do uh, is I take things that happen to us and I just sort of run with it. I really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and it just becomes what it becomes. Yeah. So the first story is called "My Wife Can Fix Everything and I Can't Fix Anything," Quarantine Edition. We are nearing a month of quarantine, and we're pretty intense about it. We do not leave our home unless it's to take our weekly weekend walk or pick up a package in the lobby. And when we do that, it's tactical. We're swift. We've game-planned the maneuver like there's seven seconds left in the game, and we're down by two, barely breathing as we move through the building, juking left and right. <laughs> we have not had an in-person social interaction with anyone other than each other. Yeah, well, except for a plumber. That's all I'm going to read for now. To hear the rest of that debacle and what became of that moment, we go check out the, the whole story. The plumber come in. Yeah. Should I read more? Should I just... I don't, I don't want to give too much away. I know. It's just like I want to hear all of it. But, yeah. Oh, listener stories. Oh, yeah. We need to hear from you all. Yeah, we do. We want your worst vacation stories. Yes. We this want, is going to be really fun. Be, yes. We want your worst trips, just uh, meltdowns that happen <laughs> during vacations. Send them to the Joey and Amanda podcast page. Um, I will pick some of my I will pick some of my favorites. And share them on the podcast. Cannot where, wait for these. Oh, they're going to be good. Gonna be nuts. Especially when there's family involved. Oh, I feel like there's always something crazy that happens. Yep. Remember, it's when we say the Joy and Amanda podcast page, we mean on Instagram. the Instagram. Like Sorry. DM us on yep. Instagram. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and like always, we will crown the worst trip of them all. Yeah. <laughs> so so i cannot wait I this is I so fun i love doing this Me and too. i just want to also say that uh, i just want to thank you all again um for being vulnerable with us and sending sending us your stories yeah. and being willing to share them on the <laughs> podcast uh because you know these things happen in, in life and you know we have these 
terrible experiences. But now they're great stories. Exactly. So, so you use them to your advantage. And, and send them all to us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. I hope you have an amazing week. We will hang out again on Wednesday. Cannot wait to hear all of your stories. Sending you so much love, virtual hugs. And um, see you then. Bye, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. We love you all so freaking much. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.